0: just split a song so you can sing along with my special guest star two for two You like to sing and dance and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a returning guest. I get to say that finally. He hosts his own podcast. Dustin likes to read and what no, is it that? <laughs> Dustin, Dustin can read? No, fuck. Yes, Dustin can read and Dustin watch. Dustin can read and watch and, and then the also re-watch the recap. rewatch recap. I didn't write any of that down. I was trying to go off of memory. <laughs> it's Dustin Holden, everyone. Yay,
1: woohoo, Yeah, I'm here.
0: Woo-hoo. Dustin can read, watch, talk, and recap. sing, and recap.
1: How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing pretty good. I, yeah, you, you saw me just scarf down some last bit of pizza. And I did have some wine, but I thought, felt- missed off the bottle a little while ago. Oh. Um, it was it was like a glass. It was a glass full that was left It was in the bottle. <laughs> was,
0: was it like rosé a... to be on brand with today's topic?
1: Oh no, it wasn't. It was Damn it was it. Uh, it was red Zen. So yeah, um,
0: yeah. close enough.
1: i I'll, yeah. I'll count it because today. <laughs> We're here today to talk about
0: "Greece: Rise of the Pink Ladies," the series, oh, season yeah. one. Who knows what's going to happen with the show? The creator and showrunner is Annabelle Oaks. Music and lyrics by Justin Tranter, with collaboration uh, by Brandon Colbain and Brittany Campbell. The first episode came out April sixth, twenty twenty-three, and the last episode came out June first 2023 and then Um, it was
1: canceled a couple weeks later
0: and then it was canceled yes
1: well we'll we'll
0: get into that and according to imdb a brainy misfit sees her reputation decline and her popularity rise when she runs for student council president now you touched on a topic i want to i want to come with this disclaimer when in the next two episodes because while we are saying our opinions about this show i think what paramount plus did once the merger between them and showtime i believe uh happened uh which is that they canceled it and pulled it from the platform say what you will about the show i don't think that's right at all Mm -mm. personally um not for any uh,
1: program not for not for any program
0: because because i okay so i watched it When it came out, you and I would this is and this is how why Dustin's on here too, because we would message each other because he's the only one that I know that was watching this. So I was (laughs) like, Did you see that batch of crazy song? Blah 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 blah.
1: I haven't watched it yet, Dustin, stop it. (laughs) But
0: I feel like and I've said this before in defense of this show and other shows as well, that pulling it so close after the season finale series finale whatever you want to call it pulling it from the platform isn't right because you're not getting giving it a chance i mean we still rely on word of mouth and i noticed that like some of the songs were being used on like tiktok and instagram and everything as like uh what's that one song uh crap crap crap, crap. merely players mm-hmm. i think it is oh no no uh and crushing me crushing me that's the one thank you that like a lot of people were using that and i was like this is how you build the fandom at least build the fandom before you're going to destroy it
1: i know they just had to so i mean people didn't start looking for the actors that are in the show until they started seeing the show and then they got the the actors all the performers in the show are like very tight they're very much fan oriented they want to interact with fans they like you know they even comment on fans stuff like this is amazing thank you so much and they, they're they really cool they've interacted with me a little bit it's they're really nice people i really like them and i think that that would have helped so much more they just gave it more of a chance and a lot of people don't like to watch things week to week now you know and that's what they did no. they released it week to week and they didn't give it enough time for it to be fully out for at least a month i would think at least a month you know they're like but they didn't give it that long they were it, like nope it's fully out it, and all right bye you know it, but...
0: it felt like it finished, and then like two weeks later, they're like, "And it's off the platform." Like mi- it was like mid-month or something like that too. Where I'm like, usually you wait until the end of the month to pull things. So this way, like you know, you you go into like November with a whole new crop of stuff to replace the 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 stuff that you took off the the whatever platform it is. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and you know, it would have even if they had pulled the plug on it and not like and not pulled it off the, the platform at least you know if they just said all right we're not renewing it and they just didn't pull it off the platform they could have like re-released it sometime during this whole actors and writers strikes and put it on cbs or something and i guarantee you it would have popularity netflix could have bought it. it yeah that's true uh, but i think and- it would have you know there's so many more people believe it or not so many more people who still watch broadcasts that do that than rather have streaming or cable There's so many. And so for that type of audience to see it, it would still gain and they would still bring it back based on that reaction alone. Like, Oh, we should have put this on broadcast the entire time. Like, yeah.
0: Well, so, okay. The thing though, and you kind of meant, you kind of talked about it is that I watched this week to week and I had very strong and negative opinions about it. Again, Mm -hmm. my opinions, but binging i binge i rewatched it i binged it for this and i was like no no this is a show that needs to be binged this is a show that i think doing the week to week kind of hurt
1: it in a way because well, it depends on the type of mind you have you know we're if you're more of a binger if you binge more than you ever you know than anything else you're most likely going to be one of those you know i'm somebody I know you're not much younger than me or anything but you know i grew up on the week-to-week stuff you know streaming didn't really get big until like 2010 ish time oh yeah oh yeah but like
0: because of that we're now inclined to be like i'm gonna watch the entire series in a weekend i'm gonna oh i have a day i have a random wednesday off let's binge stranger things you know like like that that's the thing that Paramount Plus didn't give the show a chance to do is like have people because I'm pretty sure a lot of people have the similar mindset where they're like, Oh, I'm just gonna wait and binge it.
1: Yeah. And then, and they, know, never and then, then they forget about it because they only advertised it in like the early episodes and they're like, All right, we're done. And right. like, wait, um, keep don't just let the show's, you know, um social media platforms, don't just let them be the ones to advertise because it's not gonna be seen unless it's by the fans sharing. <laughs> and you know not everybody wants to see that so um yeah it, it feels like they really should have promoted it more toward the end like it's all out now go watch it you know that kind right. of thing, but they didn't i didn't see anything for that and i was watching the show so and i was really interactive on the social medias for it so yeah because yeah,
0: was- i i know i've seen some of the actors like go on to social media to do like the behind the scenes and the other things, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like, yes, we are really friends.
1: We do. I was really amazed at how much video, because they filmed it like a year prior. And so they still had all this video that they were releasing because they were only, obviously they were only allowed to release it once the show debuted, you know, their backstage stuff and they're doing like Uh challenges. They're doing like lip syncs. They're doing, you know, all it's really fun stuff. If you look at all their social Mm -hmm. media, especially their TikToks before the strike because they're not doing any of that now but it was really fun to watch it was really cool i was like man they took a lot of video they had they saved a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> and well, released cause it later.
0: obviously you they couldn't because of ndas and probably all that right um how much of the greece universe so greece and greece 2 i should say are you in like do you have you do you have you watched them a lot? Are you not really a fan of the movies? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I grew up with Grease, you know, and it's funny because I grew up with Grease, saw it a lot. You know, as a kid, there's stuff you don't catch on to, like the pregnancy stuff. And and then you get older, you're like, wait, is that what was going on? Like, <laughs> you don't get it. And then sometime, like, in, I think, junior high, maybe, like, freshman year of high school, I finally saw Grease too, And I fell yeah. in love with it. I fell in love with the camp. I fell in love with. I mean, Maxwell Caulfield was just hubba hubba, and you know, I just loved it. I loved it so much. It was so much fun, and I loved it that it was a focus on the the Pink Ladies mainly in Greece too. It really was. Um, there really wasn't as much focus on the T-Birds as it was in the first one.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it was still uh, uh, Michael Carrington, Maxwell Caulfield's characters. Yeah, it was yeah. still his story, so it was still very male dominated. And so when this came, when they announced this, and they were like, "This is the prequel. This is obviously women dominated." I was ready. I was in. I was going to accept it because I am like you. I grew up watching Greece. Greece two, love it, campy. So I'm like, great. Let's let's see what you're gonna say. And it took me a while to get into it the first time around. This time rewatching it, I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then obviously that first episode, it felt like. It felt like they were like, okay, guys, come on into our little show. You know, we're
1: well. They have to do that in a pilot episode. All- Most pilot episodes are not the best episodes. They're very introductory. You're like, look at our world. This is us. Here's all the characters. Zing, zing, za. You know, but but also they're like, remember all these? East- these are all
0: the Easter eggs, the things that you loved from Greece. Remember that, and then <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. It's going to be focused on <laughs> there these. You four go. People.
1: You're done. All right.
0: Oh my they put God. things
1: throughout the show, though. They really did. They did spread out some things. And there's a couple that was like, really? Why'd you do that? You know, like, eh. but other that's, things are like.
0: That's how I felt in the eighth episode. Eighth episode?
1: Yes. Is it the dance episode?
0: It's the dance episode yes, with okay. Dots Makeover. Yes. And I was just like, I was like, you, like you stop. <laughs> you no, stop right now.
1: No, you just took it that. See, anybody, and here's the thing. There's a whole generation of kids who might be watching this who never saw Grease 1 or Grease 2. And so you're Mm -hmm. showing this, and it's like it takes that away from when Sandy says it.
0: Because then I wrote, uh, because I think I asked you this, but now I'm going to really ask you this. So if Dot technically did this makeover first, is Sandy making a reference to her?
1: I know, right? (laughs) Who's in (laughs) Australia at
0: this point? (laughs) (laughs) She
1: knows. (laughs) (laughs) She has a third eye we didn't know about. Well,
0: so this okay. So this whole series, they are, uh, well, a few of them are the elder siblings of the Grease cast. So, like, we there is Rizzo and there is Frenchie, who are in junior high at this point, and these, this, the main cast are like juniors. I think they said,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, juniors.
0: I feel like this takes place in the fall semester.
1: It does, and and only the fall semester. Like I was and, like, They can't have gone through the whole year, even though they do the end-of-year festival at the end of the season.
0: Well, no, because then Miss McGee is like, when I come back from winter term, I want an assistant
1: oh, that's at right, the that's last right. episode. So I'm just like,
0: what is happening? Granted, it's also California, so weather is out of the question. Yeah, you don't uh, know.
1: They can film it anywhere, anytime, and you I, would never know.
0: <laughs> I also felt like... Uh Right High was the room of requirements from Harry Potter because it was just so massive and there's rooms and building and hallways and things that I'm just like, I don't understand the
1: geography of this. Why do we only use one hallway? <laughs> Why do we only use <laughs> one <laughs> hallway? <laughs>
0: Why is that home home economics room so large?
1: Why is it so equipped with like everything in a house? Like everything in a house, just washer dryers, fabrics.
0: Oh my God. Like five. What kind of budget does this place have? And then, and then. This got me thinking too. So like we're all they're all doing Easter eggs of things. We see the auto body shop. We kind of see the bleachers in the cafeteria,
1: outdoor cafeteria scene.
0: But where's the auditorium that's established in Greece too? I don't know.
1: They must have put that in after Greece one. <laughs> it's two years later. So
0: Because I mean. one of the big things of this of the show is that they're doing Romeo and Juliet, which, okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: They have a they have what I had in my school growing up, which was a gym with a, it's a multi purpose building. That's what we called it, and it was a yes. gym with like not even bleachers in it. You had to set up risers for.
0: Meanwhile, yeah, I think not,
1: the the home ec room in a is concrete the same,
0: stage. I think the home ec room is the same size as that goddamn gym. So, Well, yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Um, so this season there's it's ten episodes, um, and basically. It is what the title is. Rise of the Pink Ladies. We are they create it's for okay. Before I get into talking about genders and stuff, let's talk about genders and stuff. Okay. <laughs> so one one of the main actors, uh what is there? Ari no am Notaraz- gonna fuck up their last name. Not- Notar- Rosmo? It it Tatar- Tatar- something like that. Ari, who is non-binary, who plays Cynthia, who I think they're non-binary.
1: Well, but, they, but in, in, in those in terms, 50s, in the of the day, it would be a tomboy. She would be a tomboy,
0: right? But I typically, feel like, in
1: the, if you want to look at the terms of that day, that's what you yes. would say.
0: Yes, but I feel like since we're using a modern eye, and they do use a lot of modern language a modern slang I mm-hmm. feel like because there's at one point somebody mentions like going to a psychiatrist and I was like nobody knows what that is uh, at one point somebody else goes sue me and I'm like no nobody does that in 1954 <laughs> so if we're if they are being anachronistic with some of their slang and stuff we could be a little anachronistic right now and I feel like Cynthia might be non-binary.
1: Most likely, yes, if we look at it in these terms, if they said it though, it would not be that, but because that's a more that's a newer term
0: right, <laughs> right. The it's, few, you know, it's, a, it's the same feeling I have with anybodys from West Side Story where I'm like, maybe they're trans, maybe they're non-binary, but I'm using modern language to define them, right. so when referring to the character of Cynthia,
1: I know that Cynthia he, responds to she, so
0: yes, um. I think I'll use she, they, but obviously if we talk about Ari, we're going to use they, 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 no. they, yes. they, 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 yes. So, okay. So the premise is that there are four women, young girls who co- come together to basically shake things up, shake the system,
1: fight the status quo and all that. They're not being and, heard. They're being, uh, there's rumors being spread about them. Very, some of them. Some of them just want to be stand out. And... And,
0: and then some of them want... And then all of them want change.
1: Yes. What that change
0: is for each of them is very different. But they all want change. And the thing, though... The thing... To go back for a hot second. The thing that I think also messed with my brain is that while this was happening, season seven of Riverdale was happening, where they were set in the 50s as well. And both of them had the same concept the shows the the, each season had their same concept which is like this is the great america that republicans want but we gotta show them that you could still shake things up in this great america time period
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: the end i i i solved traditional
1: (laughs) conservative you know white picket fence neighborhood yeah
0: yeah and so while riverdale is being Cuckoo bananas, Riverdale crazy. This was happening, and there were some issues that I had with this show, but I i think I was also confused mixing signals. <laughs> so, watching it now, I was like, okay, well, this is a, like there is a lot of f- humor in this. And even though that they try so hard with the Easter eggs, I still appreciated some of them. And there's some of them that I was like, you're a little too far.
1: Yeah, like, that's a little that's overreach. Thanks, but no don't do that
0: thank you dot dot by the way i love her
1: oh i love dot in general yes
0: i love her she's fucking nuts
1: (laughs) (laughs) i want more dot but i don't want to be evil (laughs) i just want to be like a brat that's about it you know
0: there are other questions i had though about this because like they are the elder siblings of who's going to star in greece we have miss mcgee what happened to like coach calhoun or um oh my god well i had it i wrote his name down too and i can't find it right now the the guy who hosts the dance in the first one
1: oh he's just like a radio but they yeah it's a, he's like a um american bandstand type guy yeah so well he, he's obviously either not popular yet Mm, they were they were going for the radio dj because that was more you know they're still kind of transitioning from radio to tv yeah
0: yeah okay because i was just like there's there's some things that i'm like you could have put what's his name from greece in this um it's i'm i'm so upset that i can't i can't remember his name right now but you could put him in that, and it'll still work, and it'll still... But I guess they were trying to re- respect the actor or something, or they probably, yeah, didn't probably. get the rights to it?
1: That I was don't know, but I, I'm I'm looking forward to Miss McGee's assistant, which I'm hoping is... I think her name's Gladys? The one who's really crazy and kind of stupid, but like, you him, you know, you know yeah. with the xylophone, ding, ding, dong, ding, dong, 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 ding, 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 <laughs> you know, just starts keep playing, and she's like, stop it, you know? I... Yeah. Um let me see if I can find her. That might not be her name. I don't know. But Blanche. Blanche, not Gladys. Okay, Blanche.
0: Close enough. It was that type of like, uh.
1: Uh-huh. But also
0: with this with the Rise of the Pink ladies, they also put a lot of emphasis on the parents, which that is new for the Greece world.
1: Yeah, we never really saw parents before. They didn't really they didn't exist. <laughs> We we'll, you know, they only talked about them briefly. I, I know I kind of understand why they did because if you're going to show somebody a TV version of this, you you can't just focus on the kids. You know, it's hard to do that. You had to at least show that there are authority figures other than the school around. You know, it's just it's just something you had to kind of do. It, it leaves you. It, it helps expand their universe too. You know, if you have more catalyst yeah, for doing other things outside of the friend group kept you know
0: it shows that like they are the traditional that they're trying to upend they mm-hmm. are the, they are the patriarchy they are uh they're the ones who really have to change not the kids because the kids have these like grand ideas
1: right they're the old fuddy-duddies and the kids are like no things are changing you know yeah. and, and just like our generation kind of did with our parents and And every (laughs) every every generation does
0: from here on out because because all of a sudden we're just like okay well we don't have to like let's not have the the dance at the super racist whites only club that only let italians in as they say recently (laughs) great we're gonna hit all the hot button topics and right up the, the bat, because that's the other thing too about this show. The show is like showing mild racism from the time period.
1: They're kind of like it was there. Just it was FYI. There. We're not really gonna focus on it because we're in the minds of the kids, and the kids aren't racist. It's their Right, parents. but we're
0: we're go- we're gonna talk about some things, but then we're gonna also we're gonna forget about the racism, but then when during the play in Romeo and Juliet when the all-star white boy and the new girl who is black kiss on stage, we'll gasp, but nobody will talk about that because...
1: That's totally fine. That's
0: totally fine, fine. but also... When you're in the club.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was this whole like thing where they're like, well, back in that, you know, it was it there really was more more, you know, uh people of color around. I'm like, I know there was. Because if you watch Greece and Greece too, there's like it's all white. There is nobody of any other race in those movies. And I was like, Wow, there really isn't. <laughs> I was watching, I was looking for it the whole time. I was like, Wow. Well, so-, so when they show it and you know, this time I'm like, okay. So they made the people of color really the misfits who become the pink ladies and and the T-Birds from what I saw, for the most part, not everybody, because they still have yeah. like the quarterback kid and, you know, a few people here and there. But it kind of felt like that's what they were saying, like, these are the underlings of the society at the time, so therefore they're going to be have the reason to be these boy and girl gangs, you know? And I'm like, um. Because this is also a time period during segregation. Right. And they're like in California at that time. I'm like, no. No, I'm pretty I mean, even, sure it was still. And even if they weren't like segregated completely in school, they still were like not hanging out with each other. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't the thing. <laughs> right. So then also during the dance
0: episode when it's when Hazel and Wally, the two main black characters, uh are like starting to date and everything. Rosemary, the um one of the uber white uh, high class girls is like, "You two make a cute couple." Blah blah blah. You you work well together. And I'm like, "Oh, is this the show going back to racism for a hot?" I season. know they, they're like,
1: <laughs> "You you guys fit together better than we did." And I'm like, "Why? Because you're a blonde blonde white girl and he's a black guy." Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, and how did that happen? And and no lynching happening. I don't I don't know. I don't get how that happened at all. I don't care if he was a football player. The football team sucks. That's the whole point. So why does that matter? Yeah, and they oh, less gosh. suck because of him. I know. Which I know, I'm like, exactly. Okay, great. It's like, yep, let's lean into that stereotype, let's too. Lean into right? More
0: stereotypes. And then, oh my God. But then they talk about how basically the T the Birds are made up of all Puerto Ricans and
1: a Jewish kid.
0: And, well, he's half Jewish. And like, I want to say he said he was also half Puerto Rican. I went. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Shy guy we're talking about Shy here. Shy guy, yeah.
1: I do like their names though. I don't yeah, know why you... one guy's named Potato, but <laughs> I mean, why not?
0: I know. But so uh but then the pink ladies are you have Jane, who is half Puerto Rican, half Italian.
1: And her um, her sister is Frenchie. Her sister
0: is Frenchie. Francesca. Then you have Olivia, who is Puerto Rican and whose brother is the head of mm, the lead of the t Is there really? Or,
1: or like, co-lead with Glenn. Co- yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you've got uh, uh, Cynthia, who we talked about, who is potentially trans or non-binary and also falls in love with a girl. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Nancy. Who is uh, of Asian descent? Um, she's Korean. Yes, no. I I don't know. Crap, because because she mentioned something about the war, and I was like, Korea, World War Two. Which one are we talking about here?
1: Oh, uh, maybe Japanese because the internment camps. I think there was a Japanese. Yes, so, yes, because then I think there was a, a remark made about internment camps at one point. Yeah, um, and her parents own. The, the Frosty uh, Palace. The Frosty Palace that's featured in Grease, the movie. So,
0: but okay, we're here. Let's talk about Nancy for a second. Cause I feel like the show forgets about her a lot. Cause like the other three have arcing, overarching storylines.
1: And like pretty big ones and she's just kind of like there watching the whole time she's there
0: watching she's also I feel like the glue of the group being like Mm -hmm. no we have to stay together everyone but there are moments where I was just like I thought she was asexual or some sort of not sexually active person you know like you, you need to build the trust or she's more uh Attracted to like the person rather than their.
1: She this big like feminist vibe because she's all about girl power and she's all about you know right and, and and screw boys who cares about boys that kind of stuff you know and then then she starts to kind of like a boy maybe and you're like does she and she's like I don't know if I want this or not and it's kind of this
0: I don't know I think she starts liking him when he throw uh, like by the end of the series the season. I yeah. think she's she actually is like no, I do like him.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. By the end, for sure. But I'm saying like yeah. the whole you know leading up to that, you're like okay, you know. But there, that's the only big storyline she gets,
0: right? Because in the rest of the time, it's a episode by episode basis on what they need Nancy to do. And it was even what in episode two when Miss McGee is giving out their um, punishments and everything. She she looked at Nancy. She's like, we'll figure it out as as time goes on and i was like that's the writers right there
1: yeah they're like we we don't know maybe that was a little they're saying we don't know about this girl
0: (laughs) we like her but we don't know and i felt bad because like i did like nancy she she, a lot of her dialogue is spot on yes she's probably comes off a little nasty sometimes when it but she's right especially Mm -hmm. that that uh one episode where they're all where they tried to do a uh a bottle episode but it, it it's weird that they they trap the kids in the school because of a storm I was like sure I buy this a hundred percent but then she reads everything everybody to filth and I'm like but okay. trying to
1: get them to stay but it's like putting them down at the same time <laughs> you're like shut up Nancy
0: you're damn. like you're like but I mean she's right but wrong at the same time
1: <laughs> yeah I mean yeah she's wrong for how she does it, it goes about it yeah
0: um, I did. I did take a lot of notes about this, and I'm, we're not going to touch upon everything. But there's it, it's really funny. At least once per episode, I wrote "fuck off." Enter a male character here.
1: Well, yeah, you got to at least once. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, and mostly it's Buddy and Mr. Daniels. Oh yeah, Buddy for sure. God. But well, I mean, until until when is pulling strings? Until it's uh, It's episode eight or nine, episode seven, really? Which, yeah, episode seven. Which (laughs) is this the one that I? What did I title this? I I titled this episode quote. Meanwhile, boys have feelings too. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it was. (laughs)
0: Um, Like up until then, I was just like, "You're a fucking asshole," and then all of a sudden, you get his backstory or. He's he learns of things that happen to him, and I'm like, Oh, now I kind of feel bad for you, but you're still an asshole. But I kind of feel bad,
1: privileged little ship,
0: (laughs) God. And then, and then, Mr. Daniels, the teacher that Olivia is in love with, they had a thing, they had a tryst, if you will, last year, last year,
1: her sophomore year
0: her sophomore year so she is what 16 and yes. she may have been 15 at the time and he is not
1: <laughs> he's like 23 to Five. 25 something like that yeah
0: maybe maybe 30 i will i don't, will I don't think on...
1: he's that old i think he was probably just a young teacher who's stupid and horny
0: <sighs> but still i'm just like mr daniels what are you doing what are you? What are you doing, Mr. Daniels? I'm
1: not much older. She's still in high school. Oh my god! When
0: when Nancy slaps him at the end of the at the at the end of the season, I'm like, yes, she's a
1: child. She's a child. And I wrote, yeah, because Nancy, Nancy reminds me of Auntie Mame a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> I strive to
0: be Nancy. I like what I like about Nancy is, and she says this a bunch of times, is that, um. She doesn't want to change for anybody. She wants to be her authentic self. And I feel mm-hmm. like everyone strives to be that. Meanwhile, you have Hazel, who likes to remind everybody, I'm shy. I'm the shy girl.
1: I'm like, shy, but brainy. I know things. Yeah.
0: I know things. And I'm just sitting here like, that's, I is it me? Is it you reminding me the audience? Are you reminding you the character to be like i'm shy so i can't do anything the writing (laughs) of the show
1: (laughs) it's so yeah it's corny but it's fun it's it's comfortable at the same time because yeah i've expected a little bit in the Grease universe a little bit of corniness you know
0: yeah and like i said i think binging it really helped for me for me watching it because like i got to connect some more dots and Mm -hmm. see the growth in everything instead of waiting instead of waiting um and also they end the they uh i don't know man where i'm going with the with my thoughts i there's so many things happening up in my brain right now that i'm like (laughs) we have to talk about everything but i don't have enough time um so where do you what uh what are some things you want to
1: Show. I, I really love, like, I love the choreography. When he's getting nominated, I think the choreographer got nominated for an Emmy, didn't he? Um, let me see who I mean, got nominated. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> yes.
0: So Jamal Sims is the choreographer and he got nominated and one of his and his associates also got nominated for choreography. Um, his associates are, hold on, hold on. I, I wrote it down. So uh, Louise Kradsky, Karad, fucking up her last name. And then Jeff Mortenson. Now, Jeff Mortensen, I would like to formally apologize on this podcast because I didn't mention him when I did Zombies 2. He co-choreographed that. Ah. Um, but Jeff and Louise also were both assistants, uh, assistant choreographers on descendants three and were dancers in the movie mi- the movie mirror mirror which was the snow white story mm-hmm. with but with julie Julia roberts. roberts yeah and then they also were in the rocky horror picture show let's do the time warp again which was the thing that happened on fox a few years ago that we don't talk about <laughs> oh yeah, but they, yeah. Did, I, but they did it so okay. i i but I liked I, I when, once I realized it was Jamal Sims I was like oh that's so cool they got a, they got a great choreographer um, Justin Tranter wrote all original music except right. for one I think
1: reaches the word for sure reaches
0: the word is the only one that is not original to the to the series
1: um, hand drive maybe but. A lot of the to- tunes they used for the songs were from the previous songs. Like, they used the same, like...
0: Yeah. They used them you know, the they- same
1: instrumental, like, setup for a lot of the same songs. So they just changed it a little bit or changed the lyrics, you know, you know, and uh, the the tune. But they use the same, like, beats of the same...
0: But, like, they had... And then they have this cast that the four leads, the the Our Pink Ladies... I I don't know how many times I wrote in my notes, like, I could listen to them sing the phone book. Like, when they get the harmonies tight and just right, it's amazing. And they're all great. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who, why this. I think a lot of people didn't watch this because of the Grease tie-in. And they're like, this isn't my Grease. This isn't my show. You know what I mean?
1: They really should have done something to where they didn't advertise the Greaseness of it so hard at first. Until yes. they're like surprised, this is a grease. Like, what? Oh, you know, maybe kind of, you know, one of those things like a trailer or whatnot. But by the way, we're doing grease. See this? This is grease, 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 grease. Like, no, that's not grease. That's what people think, you know. And you're like, you have to kind of surprise them, surprise them, it on them a little bit.
0: Because I remember when I so when I first started this podcast two and a half, almost three years ago, um, one of my earlier episodes was grease and grease too. Mm-hmm. And I remember back in twenty twenty one reading about this. Um it was I it was called something else. It was summer called Summer Lovin'. Summer Lovin'. Yeah. Uh actually it was to be
1: about Danny and Sandy at first the summer before.
0: Actually, I'm reading here in development in October twenty nineteen. The title was Greece Rydell High. Oh yeah, that's right. Set to stream on hbo max but some i believe summer lovin was an actual title until they got to rise of the pink ladies because i do remember seeing that and i was like oh this is going to be cool we're going to get a show about it and then and then all this uh, all the controversy afterwards happened and i was just like i don't why like you you had a great sh- they, they have a good show on their hands i will say mm-hmm. um You follow the path of everybody, and you leave on such a cliffhanger
1: (laughs) that I'm like, and and cliffhanger that was you could tell was added in, like because it feels like everything ended and it was like a thirty second left at the the rest of the show, and it's like, oh, and by the way, this like what, and then like, well, now I gotta see it, (laughs) where um,
0: Danny Zuko's brother comes to ride out, Frankie Zuko, Frankie Zuko. And it's it, what's interesting is like none of these characters that who we're following are ever mentioned in Greece.
1: <laughs> no, they don't mention any of the brothers and sisters. Yeah. But I do love how Jane's bedroom is now Frenchie's bedroom in Greece. Yes. They yes. use the same house or at least the same setup and it looked pretty good. I like that.
0: But meanwhile, they don't have a goddamn auditorium. Like what the hell guys? <laughs> um there was there was one question that I wrote down Oh, so uh, do you feel like there are like one to one character types from the Grease movies in this? Oh, who
1: would who links up with who as far yeah. as like their character types? Um, yeah, I know you were mentioning how you thought Hazel was more Sandy because she's the new girl, the shy one, no one knows, or you know they kind of have a similar prudishness about them, and yeah, I get that, and I, I think somebody else said that like Frenchie the Frenchie from the movies and everything is, is, is totally, um, Olivia. Uh, no, um, Nancy. Yes. Cause because of how the makeup and the cosmetics and the costuming and just outlandish and kind of, and doesn't really have her own story is except for the stupid thing. And then gets the whole beauty school dropout number and everything, all that, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and then of course, um, Olivia is the Rizzo. Yes. Olivia's Rizzo, she's the tough one, you know, and everybody would look at her, you know, and, and say that she's the slut, and that's what Rizzo was called. And um So and, then
0: is Jane Marty and Cynthia Jan?
1: Yeah, definitely Cynthia is definitely Jan. Definitely. I mean, for the cut up, silly, you know, um kind of woohoo look at me woohoo you know that yeah kind of thing. yeah yeah and uh marty i don't know if the, if jane is a marty i think jane is her own thing i don't know jane think is really... also
0: a little bit of a sandy
1: i kind of feel like yeah i kind of feel like maybe like marty and, and marty and rizzo are inside olivia <laughs> like they're kind of mixed you know what i mean oh yes uh, you know but i'm saying I... the older men all that you know because marty was all about sitting you know doing all the letters to the older men and the guys overseas and whatnot mm-hmm. She had a boyfriend,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> don't sweat it, honey. Pick one of mine. Yeah, I've only seen that a few times. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. I feel like as as my, as I made made you and do the in this exercise a one to one. I feel like yes, they do, but they also don't at the same time because whilst Cynthia is basically the Jan of the group, besides being the funny one, that's it. That's where the yeah. comparison ends and they take did- an
1: archetype and they're like all right we're gonna make this character but we're gonna make them branch off into their own thing to become their own person it's kind of like high school musical the series there's like when you start that show off you're like okay that's this character that's this character that's right. this character. but as it goes on you're like okay they're not the same characters they're not the same but that's they use their like let's don't want to say like a a basic idea of a character to start from to branch off from and create something new from you know right
0: because i feel like By episode seven, I felt like
1: all the characters were just
0: broken, and whatever type they were at the beginning, they are no longer that. Like, everyone. Yeah. Because that's the, again, that's the Meanwhile Boys Have Feelings 2 episode, where at the end, like, Susan is eating cake or something, and she's just like, fuck life, I don't care. Um, You've got (laughs) Buddy and Richie ending the episode like, doing the opposite things they began the episode in where like Buddy's now drinking and Richie's like trying to make his life better. The only, the only one that didn't crack in this one is Olivia really. Cause it takes her really into the end to be like, no, I, I,
1: I am just a kid and I, I do want to experience just, yes. teenage, being a teenager. Yeah. I don't want to be a but, wife yet,
0: but also I am not that broken that I need to be a, be a wife. I need I need to be me for a little bit. What's your to... song?
1: Am I in love? Yes. Or am I just afraid of you alone? That's what it is. Yeah.
0: I'm in love. Where I wrote, you, I think you've answered your own question. You had months realizing he's not right for you.
1: Yeah, you're singing about it right now. Come on, yeah.
0: <laughs> he, yeah, oh my God. Fuck, Mr.
1: Daniels, so hard. I mean, he is kind of hot, but. <laughs> he, he is, but. She's 16. Oh, I know. I know. I'm, I'm being facetious. Sorry. Um. <laughs> um,
0: What did you think of the sliding doors between episodes six and seven, where like you have Romeo and Juliet, the, the show happening, but like you focus on Hazel at first and then in the next episode, they focus on Buddy.
1: Yeah. And you see, oh, that's why he was acting that way. And, yeah. 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 I do like that. I do like, you know, they did need to be able to focus on the guys a little bit to, you know, to explain their side. So you wouldn't think to just, if you're going to give them like a completely well rounded character, you need to see their point of view at some point, you know? um And it was good to give them like, okay, all right, here's the guys episode. The girls are ended a little, but it's mostly the guys. And Richie's being a little melodramatic and they get stoned and they go to a basically Vegas. And um, yeah. That's such a weird episode. It is, and he gives himself like this punk rock song. That I'm like, why is this? Why is this in the middle of? It, it sounds like it's punk rock, but it also sounds like it's from the 60s at the same time. It's really strange. Oh, we With will get Hors to the songs sound. in the next episode. But anyway, trust yeah, me, I, yes. oh, I know, I know. I just have ideas. Like some of it, I like, and then I'm like, why'd you? What? I don't understand. Why? But what happened? What's going on here? But I see what you're trying. But it, it didn't. Mm-mm. So anyway, yeah. Um, I really do think that it was good to see both sides and to give us that kind of like rewind. All right, let's see what happened. Why was he leaving? Why did he give her that look? You know, and that kind of stuff, you know, like yeah. oh, you know, um, it was it was a good setup, especially for to go into the his last episode, which. Yes. There's do you that know whole, what happened? Some I'm thinking they never said and it was they never publicly said it. But in my mind, it's probably a family emergency happened and he needed to go. And because they said, all right, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll figure this out. That's the only thing I can think of. And that, I mean, they never, I don't think anybody's ever publicly said, but they've said he's welcome to come back. So it's no hard feelings. Obviously it was something he could not control, obviously, you know, so. Interesting. Cause so what happened, what Dustin and I are referring to
0: in case you haven't watched it yet, listener is, uh, some point while filming episode eight, the dance, um, Jonathan Nieves had to leave and or left and they used like a weird CGI and some weird like
1: body double thing going on body
0: double and also some like reconstructing some of his words or maybe he went in afterwards and re-recorded the dialogue but he's just gone so i wasn't sure if that happened or i mean this was also filmed during a time of covid so that Mm -hmm. could have that maybe
1: happened but i'm not sure he wouldn't been out for like the rest of the season then it would have been like that episode they would have gone back and re-recorded that part i'm sure
0: i don't know the way that they wrote him off the show though kind of made sense at least
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. At least it was something. Okay, this is plausible, you know. And 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 there's still that open door that he can come back. So right,
0: it's it's not it's not like in uh. Here's a really weird example in Family Matters that one sibling that goes up
1: the stairs and never comes down. <laughs> oh, the middle, the little sister. Yeah, yeah. And then we get Richie. We get Richie right before her, and then all of a sudden she just disappears. Yes, <laughs> she fades She's into the wall. Gone. uh Maybe that's where Richie,
0: the Richie from Greece went. To Family Matters. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I, I want to do a little speculating. Because the show got cancelled, I feel like, A, we might be able to with the fans rallying still I, I from what I've seen there's still some posts and things like that of people being like, bring back pink ladies. Um If we were to get like a season two or like a wrap-up two-hour movie something,
1: um, who would you like to see join the Pink Ladies as well? I definitely think Dot should. I don't think Susan should. Everybody keeps saying Susan. I'm like, Dot, no. Dot's got to join. Dot's more of an outcast in her group, you know, and I think she would be good.
0: How do you feel about Lydia? Lydia. No. 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 She shouldn't be. No. See, cause I, I mean, I wrote, I love Dot as well as a pink lady. I feel like Susan shouldn't be a pink lady, but she'll be in her own little group or something. If like they were to continue on, like she would probably like leave the Soshes, which she is would what probably like
1: to... transfer to St. Bernadette's. and
0: I don't think, no, I think, I think she's going to start her own clique you of think? just like, you know, we're like the in-betweeners, you know, like we're the ones that will talk to anybody. We will be friends with anybody. Like, I know that that's kind of the idea of the pink ladies, but I don't think she's going to be a pink lady. Right. I think she'll be her own group but not get the jacket. Or an honorary pink lady. If they were to continue the show and they graduated, I feel like she would have gotten like a instead of a jacket, maybe a button that says honorary pink lady. <laughs> because like because like i understand those that want her to join because towards the end of the series she's like
1: broken, reforming yeah yes. and she's becoming a better person type of thing yeah
0: yeah now now that she realizes the the horrors that she's put jane and the pink ladies through like the last mm, two months
1: <laughs> i know it moves fast <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two months, but feels like it's school year, but I don't know what time it is anymore. Um she yeah. Yeah, she's a she's a very complex character, I will say. Cause cause what you see in the show is that like you're you're also a product of your parents. But mm-hmm. so, like, like
1: you James- also see them fighting that as well.
0: Yeah. Yes. And they have to change everybody while also changing themselves cuz they're cuz high school is already a messy time period for everyone let's be real here like you're fi- <laughs> you're finding yourself you're finding your voice but then you also you're finding ask. your
1: key you're hey, finding your keys yes
0: <laughs> you're 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 finding how low you can do the splits but you're also at a awkward time period where you're like realizing what hormones are you're you're finding out about sex, allegedly.
1: So, <laughs> allegedly, we didn't know before. <laughs>
0: well, so the weird, the weird thing, another weird thing about this show is how they treat Jane once they, when the rumor comes out in the season one, in the episode one about her and Buddy having sex. And I'm just like, but that's the whole point of Grease. Grease is about teenagers fucking.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's romantic comedy for teenagers. And yeah. that's what they want to do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gre- Grease Lightning in the show, not so much the movie, in the show is about putting a bed in a car so they can fuck. <laughs> the end. So, what happened? When did everyone become so chaste? And and everything else
1: it's four years before it's four years before a lot happens in four years
0: (laughs) true i mean hell a lot happened in the two to three months that this season takes place in yeah yeah you know they got a girl president they have a girl president they have which we still don't have and but that's another story for another day uh they're breaking down the social system they are showing that women have power and mm-hmm. like, okay, Jackie Hoffman in this Love her. Love her. She looks like Eve Arden in Greece, which was very beneficial. I loved her arc. Cause she's she's another one that takes until the very last episode to finally like, you know, say damn the man and fuck the establishment and all that. Mm-hmm. Um but also she she has great lines throughout. Um, especially in that last episode where she, when they're stealing the carburetor out of the principal's car and she's just like, huh, I need a new prescription. I can't see shit out of these glasses. Okay. Yeah.
1: Bye. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I don't see a thing.
0: I don't see a thing. That principal is also a douchebag. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah. He totally is.
1: Plays it well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My God. Um, I have so many. I wrote down so many thoughts and stray thoughts and everything that we didn't. I don't think we have time to get to
1: them. We don't. There's a lot of there's a lot to unpack, but you know, it's it's a fun show. It's you know, if you got to keep an open mind, you know, the songs are fun. We'll get into those soon. Yes. but that's one thing. That's a big aspect of Greets. It's a musical, so it's a big aspect. You have to go in like in the songs, and so they feel familiar, familiar enough for you to kind of you know, if you're not like a big. Um, music person, but you like. I mean, not talking about music as in musical. If you're not like a um, somebody who plays an instrument or who really gets into, you know, if you just like music in general, then you'll probably really like this because that's you know, what I am. But um, God, I
0: hope you like this because you're listening to this episode.
1: <laughs> you you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah I, that's what I think. I think you you know, and you should go in with an open mind. Like, okay, this is reminiscent of Greece and Greece two. It has elements of both in it. It has references to both and it's just kind of like it's kind of um but the fans it's kind of like oh look what we're gonna do we're gonna do this new thing it's for gen z but guess what we're gonna kind of nod a little wink at you a little wink here you go here's another thing wink
0: yeah i mean and some I of feel... them are
1: blatant and some of it's not but
0: super blatant um i feel like though yeah i agree with you if you go in with an open mind um accept everything that happens and what's interesting about this show which i will leave as like a little segue into the next episode for those of you who are going to binge both episodes back to back um i feel like the what was i gonna say i lost i literally (laughs) lost the train of thought it's gonna talk about the music left the station Hold on. Give me a second. I'm sorry. My brain is not working right
1: now.
0: <laughs> I, f- <laughs> I feel like the music, as we kind of teased in this episode, um, is its own thing, but also... Okay, now I remember. I got there. Uh, but also, I feel like all the songs are, like, Fantasy sequences, where or almost all of the songs are fantasy sequences, which is what is in Greece more than in Greece Two, because Greece Two has a lot more of like performative, what I like to call performative songs, which you know they are doing it in universe. I um,
1: mean, like the talent show, the and... talent
0: show. Yeah, I mean, yes, there's uh, score tonight, and let's do it for our country, which are a little more fantastical. But the there's more cool rider.
1: She like sings it and is like dancing away,
0: (laughs) right? And nobody. But in
1: but in this
0: (laughs) but in this one, not only are there like true fantasy moments with the songs, but like they do the whole like the song and we're in the big gesture dance like pose or whatever, and then we're gonna go back into world into the world, yeah. So it's not necessarily performative, but it's also like a step out of reality.
1: Mm-hmm. it's traditional musical
0: basically. yeah yeah um well wow we did spend a whole hour we talking did about this this series the season as a whole is there anything else though before we get to the wrapping up uh that you want to mention no not so much music No, okay. no.
1: <laughs> before we get to music no <laughs>
0: before we get to music um well so Dustin, what do you have to plug or promote, let's say your podcasts correctly this time, <laughs> okay?
1: Well, okay, so I have Dustin Can Read and Watch, which I don't have any new episodes right now, but uh, still look at listen to some back ones. I have like story specials and stuff like that you can listen to, um, mainly meant for like middle grade or family oriented stuff. It's kind of like audio dramas, these story specials I did. Um, mm. the light I put one out just before Halloween, it was called The Woman in the Brown Coat. And it was a story that I wrote for a middle grade book, actually. And then the book got canceled. So I was like, well, I'll just turn this into an audio drama. And that's what I did. So go check it out. Dustin can read and watch. Um, the other one is the rewatch recap, which is also on a hiatus until January 2024. But I have some like Patreon stuff that's coming out just in the meantime. But we've covered shows like Buffy and Glee and the first episodes of Snick and The Magicians and My So-Called Life and Coupling and TV movies and all this stuff. We just recap the entire thing as if we're watching it and we, you know, tell you, give commentary during it. So some of it's fun, some of it's factual, a little bunch of facts put in there randomly, things off the top of my head because I happen to soak shit up so fast. (laughs) I don't know what it is. But um, yeah. So if you want to listen the Rewatch Recap and Dustin can read and watch. Pick one. Listen. <laughs> do,
0: you, do you think you'll do Rise of the Pink Ladies on Rewatch
1: Recap? I'm going to stick to things that I haven't seen in a little while, like at Got least it. like five years. So in five years, if I'm still doing it, yeah, sure then. But uh, I kind of want to wait a little. It's kind of like a I go back and like with new eyes. So it's not as fresh in my brain. Yes. And so I'm like, I'm giving commentary on that.
0: Which is why I'm glad I rewatched it for this, because otherwise I would be like, this sucks. This fucking sucks. Fuck.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like my, my third rewatch right now. My third of, watch, not my third, my second rewatch. My third watch of, of Pink, Pink Ladies. Ladies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I watched it once when I was on. On Paramount, and mm-hmm. then somebody I know found it when it was not on Paramount and then it got released on digital for sale. and I bought that and now I'm on my my third watch of it. I bought I
0: bought it too once we once you told me I was like fine, let's buy it and we'll go.
1: <laughs> and it comes out on DVD November 7th, which is tomorrow, uh for us, but it'll be out by the time this episode drops. It'll be on Fuck DVD.
0: Yeah, everyone. <laughs> um yeah! go buy the DVD, sub support. Please, thank you. Maybe maybe we can get uh, uh, a wrap up
1: at least I, another season where they can wrap it up I would like a full season but if we can't that'd be, I would you know it'd be a two and like... a
0: half hour long movie it ha- like like what they did with Sense8 which that wasn't a good wrap up but still we got it we got there <laughs> Um, and if uh, I don't know if if we missed a, a a major plot point, which I know we did, or a storyline that you wanted to talk about, you can email me at butasungpod at gmail.com. Also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Um Yeah. What is your relation to Greece? I'd like to hear about it. And then obviously, if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, Dustin and I are going to continue this discussion and get more into the music where... John has some thoughts, and he's going to say them out loud. <laughs> John has many thoughts. John literally. has many, many thoughts. Dustin, thank you so much for coming on this episode. To, I mean, we we did talk more about like the outside of the show rather than talking about the show itself, but like it's all important. It's yeah. all
1: we didn't want to get too many spoilers anyway. We want people to see it. So. No, it's
0: it's also still fresh and new. So yeah. Everyone, go watch it. And bye for now. Bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.